every face The coach runs through the game plan You're in the finals race The first off tackle hurts you And tomorrow you'll be sore But the only thing that's on your mind Is you're close enough to score we go. Uh, that is the Penrith Panthers theme song. Is it better than Glory, Glory to South Sydney? Well, <laughs> maybe not, but it's still pretty good. I don't mind that. Uh, look, I think she's a she's probably close to being one of their uh, top ticket holders. I, I speak of the shadow uh, Minister for Education. She's out there, a proud Westie, lives in the Nepean region. Prukar, good morning to you, Pru. Hi, Marcus. Thanks for playing our anthem. That's okay. How excited are you? How pumped are you for Sunday? This whole area is beside itself, honestly. It, like like we were last year, but this year's got, you know, a real special feel about it. We are so proud of our boys. Yeah, wonderful. Well, look, um, you've lost one, so yep. it's only fair you win it uh, again perhaps this year. I can recall a number of callers this morning, and I go back obviously to, to growing up uh, in the area, Warrington yeah. County, going to Cambridge Park High School and, and living uh, family still in Silverdale, Warragamba. Still love uh, the Penrith region, obviously. Uh, a lot of my history is there, and I remember going to the old Panthers Stadium as a young bloke with my mates and screaming mm. on the hill for people like Roycey Simmons and Greg Alexander and, yeah. and watching my mates through the Cambridge Park Rugby League uh, Club go on to make the grade. You know, many of them, including uh, Brad Fittler and others, obviously yeah. went on to superstardom. Well, you know, we lo- obviously love our league out here and the Junior League is just so incredible. It, it, it's one of the you know, the biggest nurseries in the country, actually. There's something in one of the papers today about this morning about oh, yes. Always how has they been. have nursed um, talent through the years. And many of the young boys actually in the side, um, you know, last year and this year have come through that process. You know, it's it's just something really special about our area. And we really need it this year, something to hope for. And we're just really pumped to see them bring it home on Sunday. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. Exactly. <laughs> things yeah. go ahead as per normal, of course. Yeah. You know, if uh, if it all gets locked down up there in Queensland, yeah. then I don't know, maybe the whole shebang might need to be postponed. Let's hope it doesn't get to that and we'll yeah. see what happens. All right, well, uh, you leave no stone unturned into letting us know who you think will win. Uh, would you offer up perhaps a score? Yeah, the local paper asked me this actually, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Panthers by four. I don't reckon it'll be a high scoring game. Yeah. You know, it's really a it's you know they've they've both played really well and had some tough games recently. So sure. um, yeah, I reckon Panthers by four is what I'm going with. I like that. Um, yep, that sounds pretty good to me. I agree. I think it will be a a close game. A little later on, we're going to catch up with Nico. He is the Mid-North Coast's biggest fan, of course, for our listeners in Port Macquarie, Coffs Harbour. That'll be of extreme interest to you, old Nico. I think he bleeds green rather than red. And we'll, of course, preview the National Rugby League Grand Final with our own Graham Hughes after 8.30 this morning ahead of our broadcast on the weekend. Now, Prue, let's get on to some other issues. There's no escaping uh, what's going on with COVID. You are the shadow education minister. Uh, We're going back a week earlier, a staggered return to school. Where are we on all of this? Well, I think where we're at is that parents 
are exhausted. Um, we need to get children back in the classroom. Teachers want to go back to work, uh, but have it done safely, of course. Um, my view is that the government really could have done more to get children back earlier. Uh, they haven't purchased any air purifiers yet. There's some suggestion that they're ordering some, but there's hundreds of thousands of classrooms and they're looking at 10,000. They didn't vaccinate teachers early enough. I think if they had sort of acted on, on those two really important measures quicker, mm. we could have been going back earlier because even though the return being pushed forward one week is, is welcome for parents, definitely, uh, there's going to be parents that are going back to work on the 11th, isn't there? Like if you're working in retail or hospitality. I mentioned that yesterday. What are they supposed to do with their children? Exactly. I mean, you can't... Lots of people can't work from home. Like, mm. I think people get lost in that. Like some jobs you can't do from home. You can't work at a cafe or at a restaurant from home. So there's going to be children that will have to go to school. I hope the system is ready for that. I hope the government prepares the system for that. They just need to be doing everything possible really quickly because uh, our children, particularly in the lockdown areas of, of the western suburbs of yeah. Sydney, mm-hmm. have been at home for almost four months. Well, 100 days on uh, on Sunday, yeah. I think it is. 100 days on Sunday, that's, uh, that's the amount of time that kids have been out of school and we've been locked down, if you like, in, in metropolitan Sydney anyway. Just back to the, uh, the issue of, of classrooms. Um, and I've read a fair bit about this as well. What is the concern? So what sort of machines are they after? And, and why, aren't we, why is it that we've only ordered 10,000 when we have how many odd thousand classrooms in the state? Yeah, so what, they, what the, many of the evidence suggests is that the HEPA filters um, need to be brought to increase the airflow. Yeah. Um, uh, and lots of people have become experts on this reading about in concern for their children's classroom. Sure. Look, there are 2,200 schools across the um, state. So you can mm-hmm. imagine how many classrooms and spaces that kids learn in there are. Of course. They've just yesterday um, at a parliamentary inquiry, they said that they were, they've put out a tender to purchase 10,000. I mean, that, that's, four, that's just under four and a half per school. So yeah, what but, classrooms that they go in, yeah. Hang on, but we're, we're less than, uh, what are we, yeah. October 18, we're 17 days away, Prue, from, from getting our kids back into classrooms. And what we're, right. only, and we're, we're only ordering these machines now, putting a tender out for them, and uh, only 10,000? Look, I'm no uh, epidemiologist, I'm not an expert. Uh, what is the evidence? What are, what are the experts saying? Is this something that should be uh, in place mm-hmm. in our schools to keep our children safe, or...? Well, Kerry Chant herself um, admits that that is important. So if we're following the health advice as a rule, which politicians are not health experts and therefore should follow the advice of the experts, I think everyone agrees on that. I think the frustration in the community is when they do not. But um, if Kerry Chant, who is our chief advisor, admits these are important, I don't know why the government has been dragging its heels Elsewhere around the world and around the country, they've purchased these. And sadly, they only put out the tender the day, the afternoon of when they were first questioned about it at a parliamentary hearing. Yeah. So okay. w- was that to scramble around after the public realised, hey, what is going on? That's very concerning. 
Yeah. All right. Vaccination uh, levels for teachers. Uh, I mean, mm. we we have come to the party as as people in New South Wales. We've all come forward. Uh, we're going to reach the targets the government has set, which is good ahead of time, yep. which is even better. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping we'll get up around that ninety percent uh, before the end of the year. Uh, but vaccinated teachers, unless teachers aren't vaccinated, they will not be back in classrooms on the yep. 18th. Is that right? That's right. And I don't see an issue with that. Are you getting some pushback, though, from anti-vaxxers or those that simply don't want to get vaccinated and are now going to have to find some, some other form of employment? Look, obviously there's going to be people that are unhappy with that, but I think really the bottom line is that parents will expect uh, their children to yeah. be going to school in a safe environment particularly in the situation where we do not have approved vaccinations for younger children. Mm. And the vast, vast majority of teachers have uh, have absolutely no issue with this, in my experience. Okay. They want to go to work in a safe environment. And look, Marcus, the data doesn't lie. As you say, we might get to 90%. The vast majority of people have just been absolutely awesome, particularly... You know, in my part of the world, some areas were almost 100% vaccinated. No, it's wonderful. And look, in-person learning has to resume for students. 100%. And we need to get them back into the classroom as soon as possible. We know there's a staggered return starting on October 18. You and I will talk to each other a little closer to that return date. We'll deal with any of the issues as they come up, Okay. Fantastic. And go the Panthers. Yeah, go the Mountain Men. (laughs) All right, Prue, thanks for your time as always. Thanks, Marcus. All right, there she is, Shadow Education Minister in New South Wales and massive Panthers fan, Prue Carr.